So, okay. All right. So, you know, we're talking about all this weird stuff. So this is kind of throwing me off a little bit. Why this keeps coming back. So we've talked about Black Diamond VHS. We've oh, talked about gosh. the question and answer. It's coming back. Like the stories are coming back. I, I think that's just how the internet works. Is no. People re, re, redo the old stories. They just come back again. So this, let me read this. This is from the Oprah magazine. The Oprah magazine. Now, is that tied to Oprah Winfrey? I don't know. Yeah, is that even a real website? I don't know, but it says, your old Disney VHS tapes are currently being valued at thousands on eBay. Right? So if you're a new person, you're like reading this going, wow, like what a deal, right? So they go into this and they go, you know, Disney VHS, VHS tapes are currently being valued for an astronomical 15000 on eBay with others listed for 2000 And then they make this list and it says... Each video, you guess it, a black diamond on the upper spine of the cassette case to mark its originality. As you dust off your 90s goods, here's what to look out for. So they have this list of VHS tapes. But here's, the, here's what kills me. This is what we always say. Then they say, as with everything on eBay, these are just suggested prices. And while the movies above are valuable to an extent, the outrageous price tags aren't the most realistic. And then they go into researching. And I'm just like... Here's what concerns you got to lead with that. But do you know, do you know, like, I forget what the recent studies show, but I think for everybody, like, they only read, I think, like a quarter of the way down yeah. in the news story, right? Yep. So if you're a new reseller, you'll read the headline, you'll see the this, this article has like a picture of Ariel and so on, and you'll read like a few lines, and then you're like, I'm going to go source some Black Diamond. Yeah, good. Um, I, I, I think you deserve it. <laughs> wow, okay. But this isn't the only news story. Like, there have been multiple ones. Now, what happens in, in this kind of journalism is reseller fake news spreads, right? So somebody reads this news story, and then they make it their own, and then they publish it. They make it their own. So there's, like, multiple stories saying the same thing, and I'm just like, this won't go away. Yep. It's so. it's great. It's... uh. You know, it's a uh, it's drug money, and it's just people being ridiculous. Like I think, I think when we do start selling our um, Parasol podcast mugs, and we are in the process of of getting some design, this was just like prototypes. See what it would be like. We've got some really cool, super high end, awesome. super high end, like quality mugs that like I'm super excited for. We're in the process of getting that. So we, but we should put them up on eBay for like fifteen thousand, and then people can be like. Parasol podcast mugs. You know, if you can get your hands on a Parasol podcast mug, they go for like $15,000 on eBay. Like hype is just ridiculous. Like, and if, just make the last line be like, make sure you do your research before buying. Just Be real, be relevant, be researching. Yeah, that's it. Just leave it there. And that's how, how well, hey, if we are able to sell a $15,000 mug, we're good for a little while. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be good. That, that, that'd be, that definitely would allow us to make a couple podcasts a week. And then we got to become friends with whoever purchased it for that price because I think we have some other things we can sell you too. There you go. <laughs> I just, I, I saw, and I thought I needed to bring this up because- I know we have experienced resellers that are really annoyed with this, but there's some new resellers that listen, Black Diamond, along with you can put that in the same same bin with uh I can't remember those little stuffed animals. Beanie TY babies. beanie babies. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing. And there I'm sure there's other items that are just the same. Along with that, I thought this was interesting. So have you ever heard of mystery boxes on eBay? This is mm -hmm. an old topic, but I'm, I'm getting to somewhere, right? And they still, people still sell on eBay like mystery boxes, which I think is 
is interesting, and we'll talk about that for a moment. But did you know Urban Outfitters, okay, they're selling mystery VHS packs for $40. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, like how these many, aren't even new. How many? T- how many? How, okay, so they're used VHSs? Yes, they are used. No joke. Are, and are they guaranteeing that there's like a certain rarity of VHS that's going to come in them? They're saying that they're, they're, none of them are failures. Failures is in like they all play? No, no. <laughs> I feel like they all play, but not failures like you're going to enjoy the movies that they put into this, this pack. You know what? I can actually see that being a thing. Like if I'm, because I can't tell you how many times my wife and I are sitting on the couch. I mean, we don't have the time for it now, but when we do decide, like, let's watch a movie, we can spend forever flipping through Netflix and like, oh, I just can't find something. It'd be kind of nice to be like, you know what? Just luck of the draw. Let's get an old, like, three or four old movies, and we're going to watch them, and, like, who knows what you're going to get. That might be, like, a fun, that might okay. be worth it. So this one has a good selection. So I'm looking at one right now. So you look at, if, if your mic's looking over my screen, and I know people say we do should do screen share, but we don't because we do a podcast. So we're going to try to vividly explain what's happening. So, right, these VHS tapes look worn. Like the boxes are worn. So in this collection right now, if you go to Urban Outfitters, you could buy Dirty Dancing, Blame It on Rio, The Breakfast Club, Flashdance, and Behind Enemy Lines. And And I look at this and I go, this is interesting. The reason I say this is interesting is that this is what it's come to. Now... This is going to hurt the eBay mystery box game, I think, a little bit, too. Right? And it's funny because eBay, right, you're not – let me read the rules. Tell me what you think about these rules. So here's the guidelines. on They call them chance listings, right? So, like, if you if they tr- you try to sell a contest or whatever, they say this is what's not allowed. What's not allowed are mystery items or contents aren't identified. Okay, But early on, they say – Allowed in some situations, they say, offer the, uh, here you go, grab bags. Identify all contents. The number, quality, or condition of each item doesn't need to be identified. <laughs> so so you have to, you, the, you can't sell stuff that isn't identified, but from the same page, right, these are items that don't need to be identified. So this is why I think mystery boxes are still a thing. I, yeah, I think I, I, that's pretty vague, but I think maybe what they're trying to say there is like you can say here is a box of of mystery tapes or um, old CDs or books or men's clothing items, right? 30 men's clothing items. So like you can give like specifics. You don't have to say what each one is in each condition, but you can't just be like here's a, here's a box. I'm not going to tell you what's in it, but you can buy it. So – I bring this all up. You know what? I haven't even looked up if there's eBay VHS mystery boxes, but maybe this is a bolo. Yeah, maybe we're missing out. We should have should have been on all, this all those trend. VHS tapes that we pass on at the thrift store and at garage sales. You know, maybe you know what? There, I think there might be a market for that. Like like date night in a box, like eBay date night, where it's like a a VHS. We can't give all these secrets away. Oh yeah, <laughs> nobody take that idea. I'm trademarking <laughs> it. We're gonna delete this from the episode. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm looking like I didn't, I haven't found any. Oh, here you go. Mystery. There's a mystery box of Elvis memorabilia, but there isn't one about VHSs. So maybe this is a bolo. Mm. 
I don't know. Maybe this will pop up. What's the bolo? VHSs? <laughs> Good VHSs? VHS mystery boxes. I don't know. I, I'm just interested because, again, the reselling world is constantly changing. Now you have Urban Outfitters, which Urban Outfitters, they're kind of, you know, edgy, right? You know, they have gotten in trouble for stuff in the past. And I, I just, I thought this was interesting because I'm like, huh, maybe this is going to be, you know, we've gone from bundles on eBay to or mystery boxes of clothing to now maybe maybe media well and i think part of it too is like there's this almost hipster of like the old school like i feel like you go into urban outfitters and they have like the record players and records now but they're like not real record players because they're like bluetooth record players and stuff like that um but so maybe you know vhs is just part of that and getting something about getting like an original vhs instead of you know but you know what that means for us Where's your VCRs right now, Mike? Have they been listed? They're in my death pile. Okay, so maybe it's time to work on that death pile. That's because, a good idea. Because maybe you'll be getting some of those. Here, look at this one. This is a science one. If you got their science one, you would get Johnny Mnemonic, Warning Signs, Starship Troopers, Poltergeist. Is that even is that even sci-fi? It's like horror. Yeah. Somebody isn't choosing the right movies. Uh, and then one is Beneath Loch Ness. Mm. I haven't even heard of that movie. Nope. So anyways, just something to think about. Just interested. Thought I'd share with the community. I think that was related somehow. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, something that's really interesting is our upcoming meetup. Yeah, I want to meet you guys. Yeah, we're excited about that. We already have people that RSVP, so thank you that RSVP'd. I think we're going to have a decent group. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I think better than decent group. Like, it's going to be a massive group. At least that's my hope. Yeah. No, so, it's going to be awesome. If you don't know when it's happening, it's March 30th at the Red Robin in Santa Ana from 4 to 7 p.m. There's going to be a link at the bottom of this video for you to RSVP. And you can also RSVP on our link tree on our Instagram. So hope to see you there. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a ton of fun. So um, come, come hungry. You know, it's going to be a ton of good food. You know, they got a good menu and it's going to be cash, super cash. So and the reason we're doing super cash because we're thinking of doing a like a major you know meetup based on how this goes in the future uh but you know we just want to see you know how the turnout is yeah this is like a hangout it is a hangout definitely yeah. networking you know you can bring your business cards if you want but now with instagram are business cards a thing anymore now that we have instagram maybe maybe as a, a way of like passing off your instagram to somebody yeah but you know it's kind of like if I meet somebody, I'm like, hey, what's your IG handle? I don't ask like, hey, can you drop me your business But the thing card? is you have to in that moment like be on your phone and putting it in. Whereas I think the nice thing with like a business card transfer is like you can meet like four people, hand it, and then like later on do it yourself. Or if you're fancy enough, give it to your assistant to like put into your... <laughs> Your reselling assistant. Yeah, I feel like the higher up you go, the more you need a business card. Cause there you, you go. But business cards are a great idea. If you're out in garage sales or thrift stores or whatever. So just something to think about. Yeah. So, okay. I think it's time for our hustle of the week. Hustle of the week. All right. So as always, why don't you get us started? All right. I think you'll, I think you'll like, I think you'll like this one. No, I, I know I'm gonna like this one. I already kind of looked at it. So um, Taylor Instagram handle at NOS NOS Talgia underscore book. So it's, Nostalgia books, but it's N O S underscore T A L G I A underscore books. Um, is a eBay hobby seller of books. 
not on Amazon, right? That's kind of cool. Like just in itself, like I, that, that was unique to me. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Like yeah. you can still sell books on eBay. Yeah. Sell books on, I and mean, that's kind of cool. So, I mean, the entire Instagram handle basically says I sell books, that right? Like, so this is a person who knows books, sells books, and obviously does pretty well doing just eBay. So that's encouraging. Uh, so no Amazon. So goes to library sales often and was at a library cell and found an entire shelf of English um, manga books. Or, that's how you say that, right? Manga? Man, I manga. think so. Yeah. M-A-G-N-A. Yeah. So I am I love comic books. I've read Wait, several manga M-A-N-G-A. books. M-A-N-G-A. Yeah. M-A-N-G-A. Okay. Uh, I, I've, I've read a couple of manga books. Um, they're kind of cool. Japanese books. I knew my read That you read... <laughs> that you read um, like in the opposite direction that you would read a, an English printed book. So, you know, you start with like the back, what would be like our normal back cover and you go the other way and it's like a giant uh, comic book, but the storyline, cause I, I enjoy anime and manga is basically anime in a comic book form. So instead of like a short comic book, like it would be an episode, it's an entire story. Like it's a whole movie's worth or novels worth of a okay. story. So, um, the books are priced at 50 cents each and knew the manager and was able to work out a deal for 30 cents each if if you bought them all. So he buys them all, um, sorted them by series and sold three complete sets of 20 for $65 each. It's a huge ROI. Three sets. Yeah. $65 and each. paid 30 cents for 30 cents uh, per book. Yeah. Um, and then two mixed lots of 50 for $50 each. So still has a lot more to sell. Um, says that networking, making bundles, and selling lots were huge to make this hustle of the week. $30 invested, $295 profit so far with more to come. Um, and, you know, while you're at it, read some of those uh, read some of those books while you're waiting for them to sell. That's a good idea, though, like bundling like that. Because that's one thing I've heard with, um, with selling book sets or like selling books is you can, especially with the books that are like, super common, like the, what's her name? Like Nora Roberts or whoever, you know, Daniel <laughs> Steele, like all of these books that it's like, oh, I get what you're saying. Like the, the novels, Brown, yeah. yeah. Like you, all these novels where, where they're literally a dime a dozen. You see them everywhere. But if you can get like a bundle of like 20 of them together and it's all different ones, you might have a better chance of selling them because somebody can start a whole collection that way or get like different sci-fi books, right? Like just like we saw with the VHS, if you were to say, Hey, here's a bunch of random sci-fi or random space books throw them all together in one lot it's funny because somebody did dm us about black diamond and they said if you get the whole set you can maybe sell it for thirty (laughs) dollars so you know there you go not three thousand but hey that taylor that is an awesome hustle of the week and if you're wondering how we come across these hustles of the week if you have any chance on ig just hashtag hustle of the week and we look on there. And, and one of the ones I'm about to share right now came as a result of that. So let me share that real quick. This is JP. IG handle is Northwest Thrifter. We have a lot of Northwest people. You know that? Like that follow us? Like it's PNW, right? Is that what it is? Pacific Northwest? Mm-hmm. Right? It's just, it's interesting. So I'm interested if any of them are going to come to our meetup. That's, that's that's some distance. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it for Red Rock. I've had like, people tell We're me cool from, people, yeah. but like... <laughs> it, like I'm not that cool. Maybe I've had people Orlando say is. from the Bay Area they're willing to come down. That's an that puts a lot of pressure. No, I know, I know, but it, it'll be fun. Anyways, okay. JP Northwest Rifter went to St. Vincent's, and this is where I got my hustle of the week, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Not a goodwill. Interesting. Okay. Shirts are there for a dollar twenty-five. 
picked up two vintage Suzuki motocross jerseys, a blue one and a yellow one, sold the blue one for $75. I think that's becoming our bolos, right? Didn't Hugo from Sell Quick, Ship Quick have? Yeah, he did. He had a yellow Yamaha one that he sold for good money, mm. right? So, JP, that's definitely the eye because, you know, when we think, I, I don't, I look at some of those shirts like those motocross, like this thing doesn't look like a jersey. It looks more like a shirt. Yeah. So if, if you type in, Hashtag Hustle of the Week on IG. You'll see it. It's probably like three or four posts ago. Like, it's there. Like, it's very easy to pass this up. All right? But you got to, again, you develop the eye, you research, you start figuring these things out. So that is an awesome Hustle of the Week. Wow. Good job. Are That's you, legit. Are you interested for a Hustle of the Week but an interesting story time? Sure. Yeah. All right. So I got, always like an interesting story. So this was, you know, we talked about right in the last episode, Right? Like, we would be willing to sell anything, right? We kind of talked yeah. about that, right? And you talked about wax kits. Yeah. Right? If there's in bulk, right? So this is kind of along those lines. Okay. Okay? So this this is actually an email. So, again, I always say, hey, we're checking our email. Sometimes we're not the best. Sometimes it takes us a couple weeks, sometimes a month to get back to you. Ooh, only on, on email. <laughs> only on email. If you want to get to us right away, DMs is the way. But, uh, you know, email allows you to write more, right? Yep. So that's why sometimes people email us. So listen to our podcast and and thought our last one was hilarious. I thought it was kind of funny, right? You know, signs of a reseller. Um, but, you know, the, the, he had told, this is Warren. Warren had emailed and said, I don't know if I've ever sprinted at a garage sale. It's true. It's true. I did sprint. Okay. Well, what I thought was a sprint. I don't know if it looked that way. But this is an interesting one. Uh, he says, uh, embarrassing, not for me, but for my wife. So this, you already know this is going somewhere. Said a couple weeks ago, he was at a Walmart and glanced down the clearance aisle and saw three boxes with some babies on them. Oh, this can't be too bad. <laughs> Stopped, and he went to see what it was, and there were three breast pumps being sold all right. in these boxes. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's all good. We have kids. We know what that's about. One of them was Bluetooth that you can control with your phone. Wow. I, I didn't know. Like, that's technology, man. I, that's I, advanced. <laughs> I didn't even know. I don't even... Okay, anyways. So... Never knew those existed before, but saw that they were on clearance for $75 a piece. So here's an opportunity for some retail arbitrage. Notice that the retail was $319 for one of them, and the other two was $269. Now you think about it, like, I don't know if I go out looking for them when I do retail arbitrage, but sometimes opportunity ends up showing up. So scan them, and they're selling for $150 to $225. Put them in the cart. Wife... (laughs) <laughs> looked at him with a worried look, which I, you know, I guess for for me, like over time, like these weren't major concerns. You know, I think with yeah. you and Heather, like it's business, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, she had said, you know, what are you going to tell them at the registers when they take out the anti-theft? Well, he figured it out and he made the purchases. Now, did the cashier feel a little awkward? Sure. Yeah, you, you could, you're going to be in some awkward situations. That could that could be a little awkward, but, you know. But here's what happened. We're all adults here. <laughs> We're all adults here. Sold the Bluetooth one for $211. Wow. Okay. And then sold the other two in, for a total of $300 30 minutes later. Wow. Okay, so. That's a quick flip. That's a quick, that's a hustle. That's a hustle a week for multiple reasons. One, thought outside the box. Two were willing to make that hustle and pay the cashier. And three, 
sold it really quick for a nice yeah. profit. So Warren, that <laughs> that is definitely a funny story, and it is a hustle of the week. That's good. It's good stuff. So appreciate it. So what, hey, what are some of the weird things you guys have sold? Maybe let us know. You know, <laughs> comments below. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, but let's let's keep it pure hustle though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, G rated. You know, you know, we can go PG. Kids, kids might be reading the comments, so be nice. But um, yeah, what I mean, you know, we've all probably sold some some interesting, bizarre, weird things, and you know, yeah, it'd be good to good to hear what you've what you've uh, what you've sold. There you go. So, anyways, hey, thank you all three of you for sharing with us, Taylor on IG, Nos underscore Talja underscore books on Instagram, JP Northwest Thrift, Northwest. Thrifter on Instagram, and then Warren, who emailed us. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Appreciate those stories. Yeah. So what do you good get? hustles of the week? Hus- week week week. Oh, there we I don't go. Know, like the echo. Does See, that work? There we go. Eventually, we'll have the technology to make cool sound effects. Oh, I have the technology. I know I'm we just do. Lazy. I know. I know. Yeah. There we go. I don't um, know about lazy. I think we're just being resourceful. Let's put it that way. Trying to be wise. <laughs> um, what's your hustle of the week? Okay, so my hustle of the week is is actually not, you know, sometimes I hear customer hustles of the week and I feel like I should just be quiet. Like mine aren't that great, you know? Okay. Our, our listeners, uh, did I say customers? Listeners. I, I don't know. Our listeners. Whatever, whatever you want to say. It's like we've talked about in the past though, like like sometimes social media can kind of create that like, you know, like, man, you got to perform up to that. But yeah, you got to remember that, it, this is your hustle, right? Like, you know, some, some weeks you have really big ones, some weeks you, you have, you know, okay ones, but, but as long as you're out there hustling. So I had one that I felt was pretty good, you know, it wasn't super okay. huge, but I'm at a, that first garage sale that I talked about earlier with the, the girls selling stuff for like a, a soccer team or something. And wait, the garage sale this morning. Yeah. It was like a volleyball team. Yes. Were you late there? Don't tell me that's where you bought the bows. No, 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 no. I was no. going to go to that one. That was on my route that I never went to. Yeah, but I think I might have got something that will potentially make me as much or more than the bows. So, what? But it was like the only thing that was Don't there was worth it. Don't sleep in. Get yourself out of bed and go, oh, wow. You I got to be like there. Ate that mic. <laughs> did you get did that catch anything? <laughs> Anyways, if you're wondering, I'm grabbing the mic. All right. Get out of bed and get out there. Because you know what? I'm going to listen right now and hear about how much my extra sleep cost me. Yeah, probably not too bad, but, you know, a little bit. I so, don't know. Anything more than $20. So I looked around and I don't find anything except for that cool story about the guy saying, like, somebody offered him a dollar instead of $2 and he just wanted to throw it away. So I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, and so I'm looking around at stuff. Again, about to leave. And I'm like, I'm going to do one more loop because all of the garage sales today started at, like, 8 this one started at seven. And so I was like, I've got time to kill, right? I'm here a little early, a little before seven. Even, even worse. I knew that. And I still chose to sleep. Um, I get to, I, I look one more time and I see like on one of the tables, there's some toys in packaging and I don't know anything about either of them, but there's like multiples, right? So I pick up the first one that there's like three of and I scan it and I'm looking at it and they're only selling for like, Six bucks each on eBay. Okay. All right, not worth it. So I'm losing hope at this point. Scan another one, same thing. Then I see this like weird doll looking thing. I think it's called like a Todd World something another Susie doll or something like okay. that. Okay. And it looks kind of cool. 
um, kind of cheesy, kind of weird. I scan it. When I scanned it, there was only one listing that came up that was not sold, but listed at $99. Then I typed in the description of it. Cause I'm like, okay, well maybe it wasn't, you know, they're not the yeah, barcode. Yeah. So okay. I type in the description. There's again, only like two active listings of this item and they're listed pretty high. And then I look at sold and there's only one sold recently or like two have sold recently at like between 29 and $49. Right. Okay. So there's only like two active listings of this. The ones that have sold have sold for like 30 to $40 in, you know, recently. And so I'm like, okay, well how much for these? And there's three of them all brand new in their boxes. Lady's like, how about $3 each? And I ended up talking her down to $2 yeah. each. So I paid $6 <laughs> for three of them. Um, I'm going to list them. I don't know. I might, I might try your, your strategy and just go, you know, if somebody else is listening for 99, so, you know, maybe I'll just list high like that and, uh, and we'll see. But worst case scenario, probably $50 each, $40 each, somewhere around there. I'll play the long game on it. And I paid $2. The nice thing with multiples is it's taking pictures one time. It's one listing. I've got three of them up. Nice. Oh, shouldn't have slept in. I missed out on a Bose and then I missed out on that. Yeah. That's what happens. You pay for your sleep. But I'm sure you got some good hustle. Oh, no, I did. Okay. So this is again with that road trip I took with uh, So Quick, Ship Quick. So it's funny because the first stop we make is St. Vincent's. And it's funny because I haven't been to the St. Vincent's in about, I want to say, three or four years. I don't even know what that is. Okay. Yeah. Well, they don't, they have a couple here, but they're not. I, I haven't really scored from those, so I haven't gotten forever. So this one I went, when I went on a trip, uh, I actually went to a concert out at the Wiltern and decided the next day to do some, you know, thrifting. And this was at a time when there wasn't, for me, I didn't know enough. So I would walk out of stores and go, oh, I didn't find anything, right? So we show up at the store, and before we walk in, you know, Tiffany goes, you know, We've seen other St. Vincent's, like somebody in Portland had a St. Vincent's where they're charging like a ton of money, like Goodwill prices, right, for stuff. Now, that's going to be the new term, Goodwill prices. Wow. They're asking that Goodwill price for that. <laughs> well, we're being super not happy with that. Okay. So we walk in and I and to the store and it looks like car dealership. I think they actually did sell some cars like in the front. So I walk in and I turn to the left. And what catches my eye are a vintage 49ers jacket and a leather jacket. And the leather jacket's a Niners jacket. So I'm looking, and then I look inside the case. You know, they have the glass case, and I see all these cry cut. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Is it cry cut or cricket? Um, I, I think cry cut. I used to work at Joanne's Fabrics. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So what's the proper name for them? I, I always called it cry cut. A lot of customers called it cry cut. Um, some called it cricket. I never asked the makers okay. of the company. So <laughs> whatever it was, and it's funny because, you know, I remember earlier podcasts were like, oh, this is one of those bolos we'll never share or something. I can't believe you're sharing it, man. Yeah. You know what? Because it's it. this is why. Because when I initially said that, we weren't really on Instagram that much. You know, so we, you didn't know other people knew? Yeah. But man, I've seen it like all over the place. Oh, okay. Well, I've got one right. sitting in my garage right now. Okay. So I'm like, whatever, I'll share on the podcast because it's already blown up on Instagram. I'm not sharing anything that people don't know about. So again, another reason you should be on social media because you get to hear about all these things. And so I look and I see the Hello Kitty one. 
So this is what, if you're wondering, these are like crafting machines, right? Is that what they, like you make cards and stuff like that? Yeah. What it really does is it cuts out um, shapes from paper. So like you can put in vinyl sticker in there and it'll cut out shapes. You can put in paper in there and it'll cut out. So like um, think of like old punch cutouts. It's kind of like that, but it's, it's like a very fine, um, uh, fine blade that can cut out really yeah, they're intricate They're just printers shapes. with blades that cut yeah. out shapes. Yep. Right, so I see the Hello Kitty one, which I've sold on Amazon for over a hundred dollars. Well, they were selling each of these for three ninety nine, three dollars and ninety nine cents, and they had thirty eight of them in this glass case. No, they weren't selling them for three ninety nine yet. They're selling them for four dollars and ninety nine cents. Mm. So you know how I always like to network and and work out a better deal. So you know I know Goodwill's never willing to work with me here except some places, which I won't discuss those. But St. Vincent's, on the other hand, they were willing to work with me. Again, nice. keep a happy customer. I'll keep coming back and buying more. And I did. I bought more. And I'm like, hey, you know, what if I bought all 38 of them? Would you be willing to work out a deal? So she gets on the phone. I don't know who she calls. She calls somebody. And they're like, you know what? How about a dollar off on each one? I'm like, yeah, $38. $38 profit right away I'm yep. going to make. And sure enough, bought them all. So I paid a hundred and something dollars. I, you know, I think it was a total of 171 I spent. I bought the leather jacket and a couple other things. Okay. All I have to do is sell like two or three of them from that batch. Cause there was like a, a Disney one, which sells for money. There was a couple other ones that sell for money. All I got to do is sell three or four and I'm in the green. So I'm probably going to net 600, I think 600 to $700 profit on IG. I put $500, but uh, it's probably going to be that much profit off that one purchase. I'm really working on envy, man, and not being envious <laughs> of people. Yeah, but it's not always like this. Yeah, I hear stories from you all the time. I know, I know. I I, I, I feel I, bad I, for Mike because Mike, you, you get some deals though. I get, I get like... Little deals are like, yeah, I bought these, I bought a pair of shoes for $4 and they sold for 110 bought a hat for 50 cents and it sold for, you know, hundred and something. Yeah. I get those occasional, but it's not like, I'm going to net like $800 off of this one purchase. I feel like you get that a lot. Maybe once I go full time. No, I know, but it's not that I get it a lot. It's just, you just got to be out there. Yeah. That's all. And, and you've, you haven't been able to be out there. And so once you get those opportunities to be out there, you've land on these deals. Yeah. Which I think kind of, uh, kind of leads into the quote of the week a little bit. Oh, that's right. We haven't had a quote of the week yet. What's your quote of the week? All right. So, and, and this kind of connects to this and I think it kind of connects to just what we talk a lot about on this, this show of, of taking your time, being patient when you're purchasing things, when you're researching things. Uh, and this is a, a Leo Tolstoy. Wow. Uh, we're going Leo Tolstoy yeah, here. Okay. Literature, right? So one of his quotes is this, uh, the two most powerful warriors are patience and time. True. If you've got patience and then you add the time in there, there you go. Victory. And I, and I, I will say to me, that's the eBay model that works for me. And we're going to talk about this. A few, our upcoming podcast is all about what model works for you. And, you know, we're, we're going to have discussions about this. But, yeah, patience. I, I agree. Like in reselling, especially in the eBay world, it's a lot about patience and time. Yeah, on, the, on the selling portion, but I think also on, on sourcing, right? Like sometimes it's easy to get frustrated because I haven't had 
the huge finds. I've, I find consistent like big sales and big items that I'm happy about that keep me going, but I haven't found that like, wow, I'm going to make like a thousand dollars off of this one purchase. Um, but patience and time. Well, I get it. I, and you'll get, you'll get, remember there's other resellers that have had multiple of these experiences and they've been reselling for years. I would say in my five years, they happen more often now, but again, it's because of knowledge and consistency and, and but it's not always like that. Yeah. I mean, I, today I was funny before the podcast started, I had mentioned your San Diego goals hoodie that you have on. So San Diego goals is a minor league. Is it minor league hockey? Uh, I'm not sure what they call it. Yeah, it's it's it it's leads hockey, into, but it's not NHL, right? And you know, there was one week I went to garage sales, and the only thing I bought was five hats for fifteen dollars. Now I sold one of them, a San Diego Gold's hat, for twenty seven dollars, but that's all I got that day at garage sales. So it's not always like that, yeah. You know, but it is a lot, a lot like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not always, but this is why I can't believe I didn't go garage sale. This that's it. That will never happen again. Yeah. How how many hundreds of dollars did you miss out on today? I'm not gonna rub it in. No, I know, I know. I just those mountain death piles just were so overwhelming. And I'm gonna have more. I'm gonna go sourcing tomorrow at certain stores that are having deals, and I'm just gonna have more of a death pile. But I can't miss out on those deals. But those deals don't mean anything until you get them. Uh, until you get them listed. I know. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Getting a little defensive there. No, I just I just feel very overwhelmed right now. Like it, it's it's rare for me to feel overwhelmed. Like I've I've gone through a lot of stuff in life. Yeah. So what you know? So when I feel overwhelmed, I must be overwhelmed. So it's all good. Though. Hang in there, man. We'll, we'll get through. Hang it. We'll in get there. through it. All right, Bolo. Is that is that our Bolo? Uh, That's our intro? sound effect, Bolo. Bolo. Okay, I'll go first in mine. All right. So, no, no, wait. Yeah, Bolo. Okay. Bomber jackets. I know it's generic, but I think pretty much any bomber jacket that is leather, you will sell for money. So, I posted an IG today, one of the bomber jackets that I picked up in the middle of a Saturday afternoon. It was 50% off, and it was at our special store. No one had picked it up. Thousands probably have passed it up, and I, I, I put an IG post so you can read about it. And I picked it up for $10 and I sold it for over 200 But that's not the only one. I found another one, L.L. Bean. Okay. It was called like a Flying Tigers one. Never heard about it. Never seen it. It was a bomber jacket. I listed it for 300 and I sold it for over 200 This was a while back. I have sold multiple bomber jackets through my whole reselling career, I guess, quote unquote. And I can't, you can't go wrong with bomber jackets. Even like little kid ones, like for, remember that movie Planes? Yep. Right? It was like the cars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like even I've sold these, those even little, little bomber jackets for money. So it's crazy. If you come, come across a bomber jacket, like, you know, do your research, but you may have, you know, some nice ROI coming your way. So that's my bolo. That's a good one. I like it. What'd you got? <sighs> this one's weird. I don't know if, I don't know if this even counts. I mean, it does. I have never found it yet but okay. i think i think this works because having having a young son now i'm starting to like learn about like toys and what toys okay. are the thing and it's relatively new i mean they've been around for a couple of years but um i what i've noticed with kids stuff is kids have toys for a certain number of years and then they get end up at garage sales right because they grow True. out of this the yeah. sale so what's 
coming out right now or popular right now is going to be in the next year what starts showing up at garage sales. Huh. So good point. I think they're called it's like Tengu I think is the brand, but they're they're wood blocks that have magnets in them. They're really nice like really nice. Okay. Super nice. Super expensive. If you buy them new in the set, it's like I feel like the new Lego as it were. Huh. And they are for like a for a box of like 20 pieces or 24 pieces, you're looking at anywhere from like 30 to $60 new. Wow. And people are buying them like they buy Lego. So, cause like each kit, like you can use them for anything. They're like, you know, like little, they're not even that big. They're just wood blocks, but they have magnets. So they stick together and you can, you've got more maneuverability and they're painted with like a cool, like kind of like a plasticky chalk paint and they look really neat. I've, I've ha- handled them a few times. Um, I've started to see similar things at garage sales, like little magnet connector things. And I'm just like, you know what? In the next year or two, these Tengus are going to start showing up. And when they do, I look on eBay already because it's like, maybe I can get a bunch on eBay. They're priced very high, not much less than they are new. So really, if you find something like that, they hold their value. What are they called? Tango? Like I think the dance? It's, no, it's like T-E-N-G-U. I think. I could be wrong. It could be some a totally different thing, but it... Um, yeah, maybe look it up, make sure that's the right, the right, uh, that I'm not giving something else. There's a reason why this MacBook's here. Yeah. Yeah. No. So how'd you spell it again? T-E-N-G-U. Okay. Well, I'm sure our listeners are savvy mm-hmm. and we'll find them, but we found them. They are Tegu. Tegu. T-E-G-U. There it is. I was close. So hopefully before people went sourcing, they heard the last 30 seconds and they didn't go looking for Tengu. But look at them. They look kind of cool, right? Yeah, they're decent. (laughs) I mean, they look like blocks to me, but... But they're magnet and they like the way they stick together. It's really cool. Okay, so... It's super neat. And and these are used pieces I'm looking for. And yeah, they they come off like... They're decent amount. Nice ROI on some of these. So, yeah, that's definitely a bolo. And here's the thing. If you're listening to this podcast five years from now, okay, you probably need to do the research because yeah. maybe they're not the same. 42 pieces for $105. Unbelievable. Yeah, and it's used. It's, it's yeah, I, okay. I will keep an eye for that. Keep I've an never, eye out. You know, I've probably seen these and just going like, ah, oh, they're just wooden blocks. They're really cool. Interesting. All right. So there's your bolo. Bolo. Of the week. All right. What are you looking forward to, Orlando? Well, two things. Being done with my death piles. Mm. So Do you have a timeline on that? End of Thursday. Whoa. Now, when I mean end of death piles, I mean either A, they get, you know, photographed and listed. B, I organize them and put them somewhere, like, so they're out of sight, which isn't a good thing, but... Right now, they're taking a space in my living room and my kitchen, and it's it's just and I have a unit too. Like, but I don't put stuff in the unit because they are forever gone if I put them in there. Yep. Right. I still have stuff that I sourced from garage sales a year ago that are still in there that I haven't listed. So my goal is by this Thursday. So the day after this podcast drops, I should be done with those. Yeah. So send in your your DMs. Um, Hit us up on Instagram. Keep and us accountable. Check. ID check keeps you accountable. You know that? That's yeah. one of the things I've noticed. Like two things. It does take away from reselling, but it also keeps you focused because, you know, there's people out there that will ask you and, you know, I don't like to lie ever. So I'll tell the truth, but I hate telling the truth sometimes, right? Because it keeps you accountable. The other thing is 
I need to revive my Amazon. I I have not, you know, what here's here's what halted me. So there's different kinds of things to source. And I have a ton of apparel that I just uh, I just it's one of those things I just I don't like apparel. I like the ROI, but I just don't like the whole, you know, having to put in a poly bag and, and seal it and print a label and it just I know it it's really not that much work, but it's just very different than I've talked Sounds about. Sounds tedious, this. yeah. Yeah, it's just different than getting ten board games, scan, 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 and sending them in. Yeah, you know. So, so that's my goal. So next time you ask me, I you need to ask, Hey Orlando, did you send in multiple shipments since the last time? And are your death piles gone? Nice, I like it. So what about you? Oh man, what am I looking forward to? Okay, so this one's kind of weird because I'd probably say the same thing. I've got I've got some death piles I have to get through, but. I have a lot of items that are bigger that are priced to sell on eBay, but shipping is going to really cut into to profit because okay. realistically people are only going to pay for what the item's worth and they're including shipping into that, right? Sometimes. Well, yeah. People are willing to pay big money for shipping if it's the right item. Well, the right item, yeah, but but that's the thing though. So they're, they're counting it in. Like, So if the item costs $200 and it's $50 for shipping because it's a heavy item, that item needs to be worth $250, right? Yeah, I get if you're doing free shipping, yeah. Right. Or even if you're charging them 50 shipping, that's what I'm saying. Is like if a customer is willing to spend $250 for that item because they're paying 50 for shipping and they're paying 200 for... Okay. So I've got a lot of items that are like that that I want to get listed on on the local game. I've got okay. things that I want to get listed on the local game. I've got some cameras. I've got some some fishing equipment. I've got the the Bose speaker that I talked about earlier, right? Um, the 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 Krika, right? Like all of those things I want to get listed because if customers are willing to pay that price, and I know that you're reaching a wider audience on eBay, but if they're willing to pay up on shipping, I could drop the price a little bit in the local game and still come out ahead because I'm not paying the fees and I'm not paying shipping. Agreed. Agreed. Or you could send them into Amazon. Not big, but big items. Yes. I have a fishing tube. No, 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 no. I mean like the bows, <laughs> like the cry cut. Like those are items that will sell well on Amazon. Hmm. And then you don't, you'll have to worry about packing them initially you know, to send them to the So warehouse. they'll sell used on Amazon? Of course. I mean, that is one of the things that I consistently did when I first started Amazon was textbooks and used electronics. Hmm. I mean, that's, I'm not saying that's how I got ungated, but it played a part because I constantly was sending stuff even, to Amazon. Even if you don't have like the box and all of the... Yeah. Huh. You don't need the box. I mean, as long as it's complete. When I, when I mean complete is like, so for instance, like the bows, right? Okay, you have to make sure all you have all the speakers and you have the power cord and the remote. If you have all that, you're good to go, right? If that's what it, if it has a DVD player that's a Bose DVD player, I don't know if it yeah. did, then you got to send that. But you already have the box for it too, yep. right? Right, and you manual. Yep, it's got all the. But again, Amazon's going to take their fee. They're going to take that if I can sell it local. True, but you might be able to sell it for more on Amazon. Maybe. If yeah. you look at comps on eBay and Amazon, you're going to see it. There, there's some things that sell for double the price on Amazon. Now, I see things that are listed super high on Amazon, but that is like, you can't always tell what they're selling for. Well, you can based on, okay. Third I party. Talk about this. So Keepa right now, you know, they're charging now. So it used to be free. Keepa.com was a way you can see, you know, ranking on items and how much they were they sold for in the past and so on. So now it's a $17 a month fee. But- 
you know, you should just ask me. I'm paying for it, <laughs> and I'll look it up for you. But, I, you know, if you're going to do the Amazon game, I think Keepa is something you just, it's a cost of business. But, yeah, I, I had, admit, listen, when I first started Amazon, outside of textbooks, used electronics. I consistently sold used electronics. And you know what? If if something didn't work out, you know, you know, you always have that concern, but you get it back and hopefully it's not destroyed. And most of the time I'd get it back. It'd be decent. I test and it would work. And I would sometimes send it back to Amazon or I would just flip it on eBay. Hmm. So, but I'm telling you, Mike, that, that could be a, a way, a gateway into Amazon for you. Something to uh, think about. I believe it. It's just scary. Bubble wrap and label and you and send it in. Just make sure it works. There we go. So, all right. Hey, so anything else you're looking forward to? Um, no, I think that's it. Okay. I'm hoping you're able to do some more sourcing and some more yeah. listing. And that's always, know, we'll keep ourselves accountable. But I, you know, I think we need to hit certain stores that we've talked about in the past. That'll, that'll get you there. So. I hope so. All right. With that being said, make sure you're being real, be relevant, and be reselling. Ladies. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. Welcome to Pure Hustle Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando. And we are on episode 37. Woo woo. Keep moving closer to that 40. Is that the is it the goal? 40? No. I mean, think about it though. This is episode 37. Like again, I keep we keep reminiscing, but I never even thought we'd make it this far. Right? We told ourselves we're gonna give it six months, right? And then we had that big business meeting mm. and we're like, we should keep going. Yeah, let's keep going. So I'm hoping this time next year we're in a different place. Yeah. Not a different I like our studio. Yeah, no. Place, yes. Yeah. But hopefully we keep moving forward. No, I'd love to get growing. a lot more subscribers. You know what I would love to be able to do is be able to make you know, we've talked about this, but, you know, I know it would re- require some kind of financial adjust. Now we're getting off topic. We even talk about this, some financial income coming in, but, you know, doing two podcasts a week. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. And that'd be, that'd be incredible. Well, I think if we were to, if we were to, to move towards that, and I think part of it, too, is, you know, what, what do our listeners want? Uh, but because um, I, I think what what we're trying to do with this is, is provide um content, right? Like specific things that we want to give. Um, we have the hustles of the week. We have the bolos, we have specific topics and news topics, all those things. But we also, I feel like just kind of want to share what the reselling life is like, you know? So, you know, I feel like every, every community out there has, has, has that, right? Like, you know, they could watch TV shows or things that kind of connect to their lifestyle. And so, you know, I think it's cool that we get to participate in that and and provide, you know, this is this is the reselling life, right? The good, the bad, the ugly, the funny, the and here's our stories. Do, and if we could do like a live every week. Oh, it'd be so awesome. This one. So and you know, some of you have asked us, I have had people actually ask, like, could we do a daily podcast? And and obviously because our schedules don't coordinate, that that would be tough. And you know, again, we always talk about like anytime we do anything podcast related, it takes away from our, our major income. So but you know what? We have big plans down the road, and we're hoping to eventually be able to bridge some of those gaps. It's just going to take a little bit of time. Yep. So, but we've only been around seven months or eight months, eight months now. Something like that. Something like that. It's we started like late June, 
So to be on episode 37, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Well, we've been around 37 weeks. Yeah, 37 <laughs> weeks. When we get to episode 52, that'll be an interesting one. Yeah, it'll be the year. Made it a year. Our anniversary. <laughs> I'll have to do something really big. It'll have to be like a Pierce podcast birthday party. There you go. A celebration. All right. So how things been going? You know, you, you've kind of sourcing and listing has been kind of interesting for you lately. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. Things have actually been pretty good. Um, still really busy. You know, school's been busy. Luckily, like the, the sickness has kind of left the household, which is nice. Um, I mean, that, that can be devastating. Yeah. Um, still haven't been able to do quite as much listing as I would like and just other things going on and taking on other side projects here and there for things. Um, I do like video and stuff on the side. So all those things have kind of taken an, an effect on or, or made an impact on that. But we got the entire box listed that I mentioned nice. that we purchased. And, and so getting that listed helped us get a lot of eBay sales, I feel like it got that algorithm moving again. And so we've been making fairly consistent sales. Uh, our numbers keep going up, the total inventory we have in our store. So I don't know, things are things are moving. I'm starting to feel like like we're starting to catch the momentum again. Okay. What about you? How are things going for you? They're, they're going well. Uh, you know, it, it's, I just have mountains of death piles, like some mountain piles, I guess you'd call them. And part of that is, I, I talked about this a few weeks ago, the struggle is now that I'm is this close enough? That's good. <laughs> now that I'm, re- if you guys are listening to podcasts, I'm trying to be better about the sound fluctuations happening from me moving away from the mic. Yeah, you got to stay, got to stay close. Yeah, I, Mike, Mike has made a promise; he'll make sure I stay close. We are an audio program, so <laughs> okay. speaking into the microphone is probably the most important thing we can do. That is very true. So, you know, I had discussed the idea that now that I'm full time, I kind of don't know. Like I'm trying to figure out like what's the best way to spend my time. Right. You know, or what's the best way to source. And, and what happens is, you know, you go deal to deal to deal to deal. So, you know, since last podcast, we had presence day weekend. And so that's a really nice weekend for retail arbitrage. And then there's other stores that have like these sales that happen within a few days after. And so there's another opportunity for retail arbitrage. And then at the same time, there's garage sales and there's thrift stores. And so you can only source and list so much. And actually with my helper, you know, she's been listing. I mean, you know, she took a little bit of a break, which I'm okay with, but she's backed up. I'm backed up and I'm just trying to figure out how to get this going. Right. And it's a good problem to have because if, you know, if you remember, I've been trying to change my model from, 70 Amazon, 30 eBay to 70 eBay, 30 Amazon. And it's, it is, it's doable. I got an idea. Yeah. How about you like take one of your death piles, don't even look at it, put it in a box and then sell it to me for a discounted price. I get it. I get that death pile off your plate. It'll help clear up some of that clutter and chaos you got going on. Uh, and it solves uh, two problems for us. There you go. Yeah. But the thing is the kind of discount you want, I probably can't give. I'm just thinking like, you know, just just for whatever you bought the stuff for. Because you know how business among friends is, right? Like Thanksgiving tastes a little bit different. Yeah, I could see that being a thing. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I mean, anyways. so I just think about that. Uh, but <laughs> I got a little awkward for a moment. It's all right. Hey, by the way, I'm looking at Mike's cup and he has monster energy drink in there. Yeah. That's intense. Got to keep like, that. That's next level to my diet Mountain Dew right here. Yeah. So, Okay. All right. So with all that said, so I'm trying to, you know, just 
make that happen. And it is working. But then at the same time, my Amazon is dying right now. Like I just, I haven't. If you've followed you've got us, to feed that beast too, huh? You do, but if you've been following us on IG, you notice I don't do as much Amazon content as as I used to. And part of it is because Q4 is over, but you know, it, it's it's weird because I was so used to having so many sales on Amazon every day, and now they're there. I still have consistent sales, but it's just not like what it used to be. And so I don't know. I'm kind of trying to figure out, you know. This is something we're going to talk about in an upcoming podcast, right? Finding the model that works for you. Like, I'm still trying to figure out, like, is is eBay going to be my go-to? Is Amazon? Like, I, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that. And it's weird because as a part-time seller, it easily was for me Amazon. Because, you know, I didn't have to worry about it as much, right? I find stuff, I ship it, you know, I go to work. Now that I have the time, I'm kind of trying to figure that out, so... Yeah, so that's kind of where my well, talk to me about your uh, your Disney trip. Oh man, Disney um didn't happen. <laughs> what happened? Okay, so rain, rain, man, which would make it like the best time to go. No, it was it was so much rain. It was terrible. The amount of rain. Okay, so there's two reasons I didn't go. One was the rain. Okay, and I, we were actually going to brave the rain. Like we we could tell ahead of time, like a week ahead of time, that rain was coming. So we actually bought nice ponchos and like a rain cover for our stroller because we never get rain so we don't own those types of things uh so we were ready for that but then like the day before my son um he was teething and he had his like first like serious fever and like i was terrified right like you know if you're a parent out there your kid has a fever I hear you get used to him and it just kind of becomes something that's like okay it's normal kids go through it but man that was our first one going through with him and I was scared to death, right? And so we were kind of just like, been there. let's not, let's not push, let's not push it. Like we don't want to be, have him out in the rain. And I'm actually glad we didn't because a coworker of mine went that same day that we were planning on going and they said it was so much rain that most of the rides were closed down. And so they would like, okay, that would they were like sitting outside with like umbrellas trying to like cover themselves, like trying to find which rides were good. And then halfway through the day it cleared up and it, it was Valentine's day. So as soon as it cleared up, everybody came and they, so it went from all of the rides were closed down and it was super rainy to now it's sunny outside and the place was packed. So I'm like, I'm glad I didn't go. Okay. Well, at least you knew that you could go based on the fruits of your labor. That's right. Yeah. Right. And now you have capital again. I got more capital okay. to play with. Yeah. <laughs> now hopefully you're doing a future trip kind of to reward yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, we actually ended up doing some, we went to a couple of like kids museums and, and actually we spent money, the same money we would have for Disneyland, and just did more family stuff with it over the okay. next few days. So it was fun. It was That's good. good, though. That's yeah. nice. So the other thing I did, I did meet with my tax preparer. Yeah, I was going to ask you. How did, oh, taxes, man. It's, it's so rough. But did, did it go okay? Yeah, it was fine. It's going to be one of multiple meetings uh, for two reasons. One is I need to be more organized, and we've talked about that multiple times. Do you think that? the amount of time you're going to spend meeting your tax preparer for multiple visits that if you'd have spent that same amount of time throughout the year, it would have been one visit. Possibly. I would okay. have just dropped off my paperwork and it would have been good. The other thing is it's my first time as a full time. Right. So there's a lot of things to think about trying to figure out what that looks like, trying to figure out what that looks like. And so 
you know, I'm thankful that I had programs in place. You know, I had like Mile IQ to track my mileage. I can use GoDaddy Bookkeeping. But there was like weird stuff in GoDaddy Bookkeeping where it was like it would put like this category of other expenses and it was like this massive amount on the Schedule C. And I, I click on it and it doesn't let me click on it. I'm like, what is that? And what I found out was it was, you know, whenever there's a big expense, it's usually Amazon. Right. And it, <laughs> it was funny because my typer looked at my paperwork and goes, you know who's making the real money here, Orlando? I'm like, who? She goes, it's Amazon. And I'm like, you're right. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're really working for Amazon if you think about it. No, you really are. And so, again. You just get like a commission. <laughs> well, no, I, I think you're right. Like, if you look at the percentages, like, this is why we always talk about, like, we don't share numbers. And I don't share Amazon numbers because you really don't know what that means, right? So I could tell you, and I didn't make this, by the way, but I could tell you I made 850000 on Amazon. That eight hundred fifty thousand net could maybe be fifty thousand, you know. It, it could be more. It could be less. It could be ten thousand. I mean, and so that's you know one of the things you have to think about if you want to go into Amazon, especially if you want to go into volume with Amazon, like wholesale and so on. And and I'm kind of evaluating that. Like, is that something I, I want to do? And I would tell you at this place right now, I'm not sure I want to go down there. I still want to use Amazon. Um, but you know, we got, we're going to have another episode. Uh, we have some interviews coming down the road here soon. Uh, I'd like to talk to other resellers that went through the recession of 08. I want to hear what they're, what they have to say. Like, did they make it through that? Yeah. Well, they did. That way way we can be prepared for this upcoming one (laughs) or lack of one. Uh, that, that, that's never happened in the the history of economics. I don't know. Didn't the Romans have like several hundred years, the golden age of Rome? I mean, you never know. Yeah, but their economic system looked a little different. Yeah, I know. Us. I agree. I agree. I'm just, I'm just messing around. Okay, all right. So, you got any any crazy stories you want? Not crazy, but any stories you'd like to share? Yeah. So um, today went went to garage sales. It's nice to actually be out to some garage sales. You did, and I didn't. That's what's crazy. You didn't? No, I did not. Unbelievable. Well, it, it is, and it's weird because. I I don't think I've ever missed a Saturday of garage sales unless it's like over Christmas or something. But I woke up this morning and I had my routes all chosen. But, you know, it was cold. I didn't wake up when exactly I wanted to. And then I saw my massive mountain death piles. And I'm mm. like, and, and there's only like priorities. The, I mean, sometimes, sometimes listing is more. I, mean, but I had can, major FOMO. Did you? Major FOMO. Even now I've made your FOMO. So I'm kind of anticipating like, what is Mike going to tell me here? Well, I mean, I didn't, I wouldn't say I did like incredible. I mean, I feel like I made some decent profits. Um, We'll talk a little bit more when we get to hustle the week too. Uh, But okay. So we've talked a little bit before. I'm, I'm, I'm not very confrontational. Like I don't like, I'm not super pushy when it comes to being at garage sales and I do sometimes when I'm at garage sales, as I'm looking for stuff to sell, occasionally I'm looking for things like for me or for my son or my wife, you know, to like, yeah. well, is there anything? And so I go to one garage sale and I'm looking at stuff and there were two like little baggies of Hot Wheel cars. My son is just starting to get into cars and it said $3 for the bag. And there was a whole bunch of them in there. And I, they definitely wouldn't have resold for, for, it wouldn't have been worth it. Right. Um, 
but I was like, oh, that might be worth like getting for my son. And I like look at the table to see if there's anything else. And like some lady comes up and grabs both bags and runs away with them. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to get those <laughs> like for my son. Runs sons. away? Like, uh, like, like snatched them? She grabbed them. Well, she didn't like like take off off the property, but she like grabbed them really quick. She could tell I was looking at them. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I missed that. And a couple of other times today, you know, I was looking at something and I, I wasn't aggressive enough to like get it because I wasn't sure. And I was looking at other things and then somebody else grabs it. So I'm like, well. There we go. So anyways, by the way, last it's Saturday, this episode drops on Wednesday. So yeah. if you're listening, Mike did not go to garage sales on Wednesday. No. Yeah. I went, I, I went uh, on today as of recording today, There you so go. Saturday. Okay. So I'm, I'm at the garage sale. I'm at my last one for the day. I'm ready to go home. And it was like a, it was supposed to be a community garage sale, but it was only like four houses. And so I, oh, this is the worst. I went to, and, and the parking was really bad because it was like a little like alleyway with these houses were in. So yeah. I parked and I had to like walk to each one. So I'm walking and I get to the last one and there was nothing at any of them. So I'm already kind of like, well, I'm probably not going to define anything here. I look and I don't see anything. I start to turn around to walk away, but I was like, you know, I'm going to look one more time. And I look back and the lady is pulling out a box out of the garage and nice. I can see it says bows on it. That is awesome. So I turn around really I quick. I wish I woke up this yeah. morning. So I walk back up to, to the house and I say, how much are the bows? I didn't even look at the box to see what kind it was, anything like that. And she's pulling out two like speakers that went with it. And she's like, 40, right? I'm you like, didn't even look at it. I haven't looked at it yet, right? I mean, I, 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 it was like, like 40 isn't bad. No, but that's the thing. So it's a Bose box, big box, multiple speakers. Oh, it's like a Bose box. It's a Bose box. Yeah, oh, that's, it, that's it is a better. Bose box. Yeah, okay. it's not it's not like a box that has Sharpie written Bose yeah. on it. It's a Bose box. And she's like starting starting to tell me things about like what's in there. And another guy is standing and he walks over and he's like, does it have the remote? And he says something to her about the Bose box. Mm -hmm. And he asks how much. And so I just immediately was like, OK, I'll take it for 40. Didn't do any research on it. Didn't do any. But nice. I was like, I'm not. I'm not no, missing that, another thing. I'm not. This is not right going to be awesome. Hot Wheels. And I could just see like the guy was. You like, went Simbad. Yeah, I just dropped it. Forty. Here you go. Should have paid in ones. Like just. Poof, poof, if you if wonder what we mean by Simbad, it's again when Simbad drops piles of money on this show that he bought a car because he had bad credit. If you're wondering what that's from, check out our last two podcasts. We mentioned it. So yeah. he went Simbad on her. All right, I went anyways. straight Simbad. And I could tell the other guy was kind of frustrated and walked away. But I was like, I'm not letting it happen again. And I, even the way I was thinking, and it's funny because earlier that day I was at a garage sale and the very first one I went to the day, so it's like, it's like bookends for me. First one I went to of the day, I could hear the people at the garage sale talking. It was like a, a they were raising money for like a soccer team or something. Yeah. So there's all of these families at one big garage sale and they're like, yeah, we've had a bunch of people ask, you know, for things and we tell them a dollar or $2 and they say, no, how about $1? And they're like, I just want to like, I'll just rip it or, or break it or throw it away and say like, no, it's not even worth it to sell it for a dollar. I'd rather throw it away than sell it for a dollar. It's anger right Yeah. There. And so going from that to, to this one where I was like, you know what? I'd rather just spend $40 and this be junk and throw it away and not let this guy next to me get it because I'm tired of other people taking my stuff. I hear you. I've been there. And I looked it up. It was a, it's a Bose. I think it's a three, two, one, um, home entertainment system. Like it's got, it's got the DVD player and the, the, all the remotes. It's super nice. Like they go anywhere from 150 to 250 on And I'm uh, sure the remote itself, like, oh yeah, there's like, they're like up. 60 to $60 just for the remote. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to make my money back on it. No problem. Plus some, uh, but, but it was, it just, it was, it was unlike me. Normally I would have researched cause 
you know, I want to make sure like, is this specific model, does it sell? What, what condition is it in? I didn't do any research. I didn't even look at what was By inside the box. By the way, the that's box. not the way you should do things. No. But there are times that call for you just to drop that money and just figure it out later. 40 bucks. Here you go. I don't want this guy next to me saying, I'll take it. You don't want to get baned. Yep. Just don't. Nice. Yeah, what about you? Any uh, interesting? Okay, so this is going to be a little bit lengthy, but I, I wanted to talk about this a little bit. So, you know, our good friends Hugo and Tiffany up in L.A., you know, I, I usually go every few weeks and, you know, and go thrifting. And during Q4, I would do retail arbitrage. And I got to tell you, it was nice. A couple of reasons. One, it's not as intense as Q4, right? Because Q4 is like, I don't know, we'd hit like 20 to 25 Target, Ross and Marshall, like boom, 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 boom. But thrifting, you know, it's not as intense. You're not trying to get stuff together. You're not trying to ship it out. So... We went to different stores. We got to eat at some of the best places. In the, I mean, not the best, like expensive, but, you know, we went to like this uh, breakfast burrito place in East L.A. And it was nice. like amazing. Yeah, hole in the wall places are the best. It was so good. And, and this this was, this is like, it's funny because this place is unassuming, but like uh, major like chefs have gone there and given it five star ratings, whatever you call it. So it was nice, but this is what caught on to me. Number one. I believe we are getting a raw deal in San Diego with Goodwill. Oh yeah, right. Like, like no, like really bad. Oh, like let me let me tell you. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me just let's back up a couple steps here. If I remember right, a couple of episodes ago, I had made a comment about feeling like we're getting ripped off at Goodwill, and you seem to be like very like defensive of that and like protecting them no, and saying no, like, no, I know, I know. And, and, and so now I you've totally changed. No, I know. You, well, you changed your tune a little bit. You've come I, to the light. I am. And there's a few reasons. So a few days before I went to a Goodwill in San Diego and they were trying to sell like shoes for $30 that were selling for $30. Right. I mean, these weren't even like in great condition and it was like, all their shoes were like $29.99, $29.99. And you had told me mm-hmm. they're 20. These were $29.99. And then there's other items. And I just I remember walking out of that store going, what in the world? Like, and I went back to my positive self. And well, I hope I'm positive. Said, you know what? Every store has its weak spot, right? Well, then I go, you know, with Hugo and Tiffany, and we're going to these stores. And that day, so in LA, I guess. You can donate stuff and get a 15% off coupon on Wednesdays. So I'm like, what? We don't get that in San Diego, like, ever. Then they have different colored tag days where you get, like, 50% off. I'm like, what? So this is, this is going to kill you right here. So um, let me give you an example. So I went to Goodwill today, and I found a pair of made, uh, Miss Me jeans. Remember? Yeah. Right. Yep. When did we talk about Miss Me jeans last? Yeah. It was your bolo from like yep. two weeks ago, right? Yep. 1999. 1999. Okay. Like, what is going on? Right. This was today. Well, the reason it really bothered me was when we're going, we're going to a thrift store and, and we actually did an IG live. So if, if you haven't followed us on Instagram, you know, it, it maybe it'll get posted someday. But first store. Okay. So first store wasn't a goodwill. Okay. But Tiffany found multiple Miss Me jeans in the same store, all for like five, six bucks. Mm. 
Okay. That'd be nice. Then we went to Goodwill, five or six bucks. And one of them was like half off. And one of them was new with tags. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, is it the fact that there's so much inventory in LA and there isn't in San Diego? Or is it that Goodwill is, you know, adjusting prices due to the standard of living? Yeah, I think that's got to be part of it. And I, I mean, I don't know their structure, but there must be some kind of a regional manager or regional like directive that they have. Because I, I had a conversation with a Goodwill employee not too long ago where I asked about because I think one time we went into a, a Goodwill and they were having like a boutique sale or something where like everything on the boutique rack is 50% off. And that was like super rare because now that I go in, I almost never hear of those things. So I asked, that, is, is there any sales today on any like items? And the lady was like genuinely like upset for me. She's like, no, I'm so sorry. Like we don't do that in San Diego. Like if you were to go to like almost any other Goodwill in the state or other places, like they have those sales and they do this and then things that don't sell go to the, the bins and then they do like, and she's like telling me all of these things that other stores do. And I'm like, yeah, none of them in San Diego do that. And, and she, she was pretty upfront about that. Yeah. It, it, it really, I'm telling you, it, it bothered me. And so, you know, I'm going through to all these stores and I did, I found some good stuff which I probably would have paid four or five times more. So maybe the only time I'll go to Goodwill is in L.A. And hopefully, you know, that doesn't catch on in, in L.A. Because I'm telling you, like, it is, I, I'm kind of in this place where I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little tired. Are you saying we should San Diego Goodwill strike? <laughs> That's not going to happen. Because you know what will happen is the smart people will go, yeah, I'm done with this. And then they'll show up at the store and get all the good stuff. No, I mean, no, the market <laughs> should fix itself though. Like, like if, if, if Goodwill, well, I mean, I, I figure it's got to before long anyway. I think the market will fix itself. Because they, they can't be bringing enough profit. Cause I, unless they're selling to new resellers who don't know the value of items yet, right. Where they're, they're paying up way too much on items they're not helping the community because there aren't going to be people going into them. Like a lot of the people who are going to Goodwills and, and to the Salvation Armies and other thrift stores around here are people who are trying to buy cheaper items because that's what they can afford. And so if they're being charged up on items for eBay prices, and we've talked in the past, like the reason you can sell items more on eBay than you can in, at a thrift store is because you're reaching a wider audience. You're doing Agreed. the thrifting for them. You're providing a service. Walking into a Goodwill, the chance that they're going to have my size shoe of the style and color I'm looking for is almost none, right? So the fact that they're going to charge $30 when I can go on eBay and get the exact same shoes, but in my size, my style, my color, why wouldn't I, like, they can't do that. Like, they're not, they're not going to be able to, to sell those items to people who are savvy to the prices. Yeah, I agree. Now, I will flip it on the positive side. Okay, the positive side is they can't catch everything. So did you see that 2005 article I posted on IG last last week? I think so. Refresh my... Okay, so there's a 2005 article about Goodwill in the Bay Area. And some of the things they talk about is that it is basically the title was, I think we still have it on our link tree. So if you haven't had a chance, by the way, real quick, if you haven't had a chance yet, Make sure to follow us on Instagram. You know, we drop knowledge every day. We are Pierce of Podcast on Instagram. We are Pierce of Cast on Twitter, Pierce of Podcast on Facebook. We're also on YouTube, right? If you're watching us, if you haven't had a chance, please subscribe, hit the like button, 
And if you didn't like it, still hit the like button. But hey, comment and hit that alert bell so you get notifications when a new podcast or we drop a new video. But love the interaction on the comments. It's awesome every week. If you haven't had haven't had a chance yet and you want to just reach out to us, you know, you can always give us a call, 619-738-1170. That's 619-738-1170. Or email us. And we actually have an email today we're going to read, uh, Podcast at gmail.com. And last of all, if you find that we're continually bringing you value and we've been able to help you out, we actually, you know, we're looking to do more with our channel. And so if <laughs> I always feel bad pitching this, but... You know, we do have a link down below to donate. It's also in our link tree on Instagram. Feel free to, you know, drop us whatever you feel is right. But, you know, Mike and I, I think in a few months, we would love to be able to have the opportunity to maybe do a live every week, uh, provide more videos. It's just we got to be able to, you know, move aside some of our reselling business to make that time. And financially, if we can make that happen, we want to make it happen. So see the link below, real simple. And, uh, yeah, if you feel the need to, go for it. Thank you. Yeah, it'd be awesome. And thank you to all of you that so far have donated. We are very appreciative. So, and hey, if you know any sponsorships, send them our way. Yeah. That would be great. So working on a couple right now, but, you know, we'll see what happens. All right. Back to, <laughs> what were we? Okay, Goodwill. Instagram story. All right. So in 2000, so in this news article, it talks about how they had people that they were constantly researching and going through the store and anything that provided more than $50 profit, they pulled from the store and they sold it on their own auction site or on eBay. Right? So this is 2005. This is over a decade ago. So Goodwill doing this isn't new. Right? So it kind of changed my perspective. Like this whole time I'm like, hey, Goodwill, you know, they're doing all these things. And I do think they do a lot for the community, but they are looking for profits. Right? I mean, what other reason would you be looking to do that? Right. And so you're like, <laughs> this is all validating everything you've been saying for weeks. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So on the positive side though, remember I have found things still, you know, that I've, I've found for $10 or five that I can still flip for good money. The problem is, is becoming few and far between at Goodwill. Yep. So just something to think about. So, hey, right. Goodwill. If you need somebody to help be a price stuff, uh, let us know. We'll yeah. help you out. Or, you know, we're always here to be sponsored. Yeah. No. <laughs> we're here. Okay. Now, here's the other side of that story. What I recognized in thrifting with Hugo and Tiffany is how much I do not know about women's clothing. I mean, it, it was it was so eye-opening. I mean, it's funny because we went to each store, and I did have a, a hustle of the week, and I'll talk about that, but we did not source the same things. And it was crazy because... Hugo and Tiffany made out like bandits. I mean, we're talking about I'd come out of a store with like five or six items and they'd come out with like 20 or 30, right? So they'd have, you know, we talk about Miss Me Jeans and they had they got a ton of those. Uh, they got a bunch of other women's brands that I wouldn't even have looked at. And they are bringing in just as much or more money than the stuff I was walking out with, right? And so now I'm spending double the time in thrift stores. You're, are you, you're actually looking at uh, women's clothing now? I am. That, yeah. That's my, it's like, it's kind of one of those where like, you know, when, when you're dating, like you dated somebody for a while and you thought, this is my world, this is it. Mm. And then you meet that new person. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? And then you recognize there's so much more. 
Yeah. So like when you're in high school and like you don't have anything to compare it with and yeah. that first that first uh, crush. Yeah. Kind of like that. Like my first crush was men's clothing. And now I'm developing a crush on women's clothing. <laughs> I don't even know. How to <laughs> there you go. But there you yeah, go. Yeah, that happens. But I looked at some of the comps and I'm like, I am missing out. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's and it's maybe crazy. This will take me to Poshmark. Yeah, and, and remember too, Poshmark isn't just women's clothing. We we've done fairly well on men's clothing there too, um, and shoes. Uh, you know, I mean, I know I've been kind of the Poshmark pusher, and I, I still think, I still think there's there's a place for that. But but it 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 does require a lot of sharing. We, we I mentioned I think a few podcasts ago that uh, I don't know if sharing is as important as like you know, putting new inventory in and we've been putting uh, killing it on putting inventory and haven't been doing any sharing and haven't, we haven't gotten sales. And then we spent a couple of days sharing and we got some sales. So you do have to have the time, I think, to share, 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 share. Well, we're going to talk about that when we talk about eBay promoter listings in a little bit here. Mm. Got some news to drop. Ooh, hopefully it's good news. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So anyways, I have definitely changed. And this is, this is weird because I've been reselling for so long and now... There's a whole new world out there. I think we need some like Aladdin music playing in the background right now. Okay, moving on. Mike didn't even give me a mm on that one. So I, I probably did just further away from the mic. Okay, all right. You're supposed to be close to Mike. All right, hey, let's talk about some current topics. Let's talk about this first one here. Did you know that non-store, non-eBay store owners can now do promoted listings? I'm trying to think. I feel like I feel like when I very first started selling before I got the starter store, I was able to do promoted listings. Is this new? Because it's new. It, it just it came out on the eBay community vlogs, and it was like official news. Oh, because I'm like I could be wrong, but like I'm like 99 sure. Because I remember I asked you, hey, sometimes I get like on my eBay thing, it'll say like, do you want to promote this for 30 cents if it sells? You know, you pay an extra 30 cents. I said, do you do those? And you said. Yeah, I do that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, maybe I, maybe. I don't think I had a story yet at that point. But remember what I was arguing? Remember we were having this, not arguing, we were having this discussion last time about why an eBay store is necessary. And and one of the things I had said about all the perks, right? You know, I talked about like you could do markdown manager, you can um, do promoted listings, you can look at sales reports. Well, if non-eBay store owners can do that, I'm kind of I'm kind of lost here a little bit. Yeah, hope, hopefully they just move away from the store model. It just makes sense. Like, I mean, they're they're probably making a little bit more money because they have the store model. But it, you know, in a free market system, as more and more of their competitors don't charge for a store and just charge for the final value fee of the item or like promotions that they do. Hopefully, hopefully eBay jumps on board. I thought you'd be more worked up about this one. No, I'm just not. Feel validated. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's an outdated system, and, and and somebody has said like I mean, a few people have made comments like it's true. Running an eBay store is is much cheaper than running a brick and mortar store, right? So that's true. That's it's it's I'm absolutely. I'm not complaining about that, but I think that the whole idea of paying for the store, paying for listing, and paying a final value fee is just an outdated system. Like none of the other none of their competitors and, are and on, I'm are completely running on board now. Like the fact that eBay is charging me for a store and then they're offering promoted. It's funny. I posted this on IG and people were like, boo, I like, can't believe it. And I agree. Like 
So you're making me pay for a store. And then on top of that, if I reach a certain limit and I get it, like the perks I get, like there's another thing we didn't talk about. Like if you're a top rated seller, like you save 10% on final value fees. So eventually like it does pay for itself. But then I feel like it's double dipping on the other side of promoted listings, yeah. right? And yeah, it does promote your listing, but then I'm like, now if I don't have to pay for a store to be able to do that and I get like a discount, I get my coupon on shipping supplies and I can do a sale, that's pretty much the only thing holding me to a store, right? So let's say I don't need the shipping supplies. So that's fine. I find a connection and like I'm done. Okay, the only thing holding me is running a sale, but I could technically run my own sale if I just drop prices every once in a while. Right. It won't have the little slash through saying 15% off, which psychologically that has an effect on people. But that's just a weird thing to charge people hundreds of dollars a month to do though. Yeah, I know. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. It's just. Just interesting. Yeah. I mean, like you, like you said, with your tax preparer, like they made the comment that, you know, who's really making out on this Amazon, right? It's kind of the same thing like eBay. And I'm thankful for eBay. Yes. I think. I don't know. There's a little bit of injustice right here. Yeah, it's it's there. You're right when you say they're double dipping, right? Because that that's really is what it, it kind of comes down to, is um, they are. I feel like they're getting it. They're 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 penalizing the people who are bringing them the money, right? Like because really, people who are selling stuff on eBay such are, a positive episode <laughs> are giving them the money, right? Yeah, and so it's like penalize you by making you pay. Yeah, this is much less than you'd have to pay on inventory or on, on, on overhead for a, a brick and mortar store. Um, but at the same time, it's like, why charge me a listing fee when you can just charge the final value fee of the, the item that sells, right? You're already doing that. Just do that. And you know what? Maybe they are going away from the store model. The only way, the only reason I say that is if I was thinking, you know, and I'm not like a CEO or anything, but if I was thinking about it, how much more sellers would I be able to bring on the platform if I could offer all these things up front without a store subscription? Because maybe some people, you know, they get up to like 30 or 40 or 50 listings and they're like, I don't know, do I really want to pay for this? I can do, I can do Poshmark and I don't have to have a store. Yeah. Lower the barrier for entry. Um, I highly doubt that eBay, because in the beginning, I mean, if you think back to when eBay first started and you were, or maybe not when they first started, but when you first started selling on eBay and you were paying per picture, that made sense because server fees were way more like, like space, like just the digital world looked very different today. Like it's almost nothing. Like they can store almost infinite amounts of data for, for, for pennies, right? Like it's not like they're having to, to cover that. And so, yeah, it's true that it probably keeps some junk off of eBay because people can't just throw junk up there, but it also kind of limits what can be on the market. Like why not? Why not have somebody put up thousands of listings of the pet rocks they're spending time working on? And if that's the way they are creating stuff and who knows, maybe it takes off and they sell a few and there's certain like nobody gets to experiment if you have to pay to play. Right. No, I agreed. And so if this is something that we're off on and, and you're like, Hey, no, we've had promoted listings for a long time. Like let us know in the comments below. Right. I'm interested, but from my understanding from everything that I saw, like this was something pretty recent. I'm looking here at the eBay vlog community. It was on February 20th, 2019, 9.47 a.m. Promoted listing allows sellers to amplify, blah, 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 blah. 
sellers who are in good standing. So maybe that's part of the reason, right? They charge for stores. They want people that are all in. Uh, will be able to use this service regardless of whether or not they have an eBay store. Right. And and they also get sales reports, right? That's one of the things we don't think about. So I don't know. I, I was I was looking for aggressive mic, but I think since we're in agreement, we're not gonna we're not gonna go there. Yeah. Well, I think I think I have the same amount of aggression that I had before. It's just because <laughs> you agree with me, you don't feel like it's aggression. That is true. That is true. Anyways, all right, let's keep it positive. So uh, let's talk about scams. Yeah, let's keep it positive. Uh, <laughs> scamming. So have you had any eBay scams lately? Or what seem like to be scams? Um, there was a, f- a few weird messages we got. I, I can't really remember what they were because my, my wife dealt with them. Um, my 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 brother-in-law had one where somebody offered, and I don't know if I mentioned this to you in a podcast or, or just to you before at all, but... Um, he had one where he had shoes up for sale and it was one of his first few items. He only had like two yeah. or three items and he had them listed for like $40 and somebody offered him like 150 for him. You maybe talked about, it. I don't know. I, I get yeah. so jumbled because I've gotten so many DMS from our listeners mm. that they've dealt with the same thing. Yeah. And so he accepts the offer and then they don't pay. And so then he has to open the case. He sends it to eBay and then eBay sent a response to him saying like, this person has actually like been flagged for like trolling or whatever. And so, so why are they even able to offer? It just well, that, yeah, they were going through like to, to figure it out. So like he went through that and then he was actually worried that like, well, they maybe they like, like found a way to like hack my account. I'm like, no, I don't think you have to worry about that. They were just being goofy. Um, and I've heard a few other people mention similar things. So, um, but other than that, I don't I don't think I've had any scams. What about you? Are you being scammed? No, I haven't had it happen yet, but I wanted to bring this up just because we have a lot of new listeners, a lot of new resellers. And if things sound too good be, to be true, usually they're too good to be true. Right? And so you mean the the prince that that will send me money if <laughs> yes. I give them my bank account information oh, yeah. isn't and real? I, and you know what? Those kind of scams have been showing up to listeners. It's kind of like, hey, you know, I want to pay you some of this now, but can you text me later and I'll, I'll pay you in a different way. Yep. And I'm just like, that is, that oh, is that, wild. To me, that was the Craigslist world, man. Oh, I know. I but so much of that on Craigslist. I feel like a lot of those things are beginning to happen again. Like, mm. and I'm not sure because I had somebody DM me and they showed me like their interaction, like somebody, again, they had a pair of cleats, you know, and, and. And they were going to sell them for, I think it was like 60 or 80. And somebody had offered them like an obnoxious amount. It was like 1200 or or whatever it was. It just was really bad. And so, you know, they had DM me and they had asked me like, you know, what do you think about this? And my right away, that was an easy one. Like, Hey, this person is trying to scam you. Like, yeah. I just, wouldn't, just, just deny the sale. And I wouldn't even touch it. So I'm looking at it right here. So this was, Yeah. So they had, I don't know what the cleats were nice cleats, but they weren't as much. So, oh yeah, they're selling them for 50. So this came from Uruguay. And the person said, I love these and offered them $2,000. And they're just trolling. Like that's, I mean, trolling or scam. It's it's trolling because the bottom line was something like that. They're getting somebody's hopes up, but like, if if you th- stop and think about it for a minute, if it's on a buy it now for a certain or price best offer, yeah. or best offer, th- there's no reason for them to go ab- 
for a best offer above what the buy it now is. Just buy it now. It's yours, right? But some so, people have gotten like it's 50 and they've been offered 100. Not even crazy. But that's still, it's not, I feel like it's trolling because it's like, oh my goodness, I made extra money. And then if you accept that offer, then you're going to have to go through the, 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 the struggle of, okay, they haven't paid. I got to open up an unpaid case. And then now I've got to relist this item. And they've just made you work. So they made you go through a roller coaster true, true, of true. excitement. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm making a bunch of money off this item too. Are they ever going to pay to heartbreak and then now to extra work? And they just got to like, <laughs> Right? Like there's that's just people pretty, out there. That's like, pretty sad though. Like, that's what a troll that, is though. It like, takes work to troll though. Yeah, but people get enjoyment out of that. Like the, the people get enjoyment out of that. People get enjoyment out of like saying things to just like, I remember I used to be a part of a, fo uh, a forum when I was like in high school and like I'd read different people and there were like trolls on the forum and like there was a whole community that would like, like basically challenge each other to troll people. And there was this one group that their whole thing was they would go, MySpace was the thing at the time. They'd go onto MySpace and find profiles of girls and then like tell the girl how beautiful they were, except for their elbows, which were too pointy. Like your elbows are just too pointy. And then so they would mean. take like screenshots of like the responses and like, they thought it was really funny for like girls to be like, I didn't realize my elbows were pointing. And then like a friend would respond like, I don't think they're that bad. They're fine. And like people get all worked up and like they were just like the pointy elbow trolls. Like they just went to hundreds of people's and they just would post the exact same thing. Your, your elbows are just too pointy. And they would just laugh at people's responses. Like so they now, got a kick out of it. So now, now it's funny because, you know, we talk about trolls and we, we do have our own set. <laughs> yeah, they're okay. Whatever. We, we roll with it. But, on eBay, you know, how do you handle that? You just ignore it just ignore and it. you block them. So if you don't know how to block somebody, just Google eBay block bidder or something to that effect. And all you do is you take their username, you put on the list and you're done hearing from them again. Right. But, you know, we have a lot of new sellers and they've been encountering that. And again, if it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. You know, and you could always call eBay. You could always call PayPal. I think about I've had buyers that have bought like, you know, 15 items from my store at one time. Oh, I think that is one scam that I've had. But I, it wasn't a scam. It was legit for me. Really? Yeah. Go ahead. What are you going to say? I, I've had a few people. So there's one item that I was selling for like $19.99 with free shipping. And I had like four of them. And I had somebody, and this has happened to me a couple of times recently, where somebody will, will make an offer that's like $19.50. So it's like less than $19.99. But then when you actually like look at it, it's like for all four of them, right? Uh, and so they're trying, they're hoping that I'm just going to be like, yeah, I'll accept that offer. That's not too bad. It's 50 cent less. And I'm, oh, they bought all four, right? Instead of like just the one. So they're bundling all four of them for just a little bit less than the price I'm asking for one, hoping, I think, that I'll accept that offer and sell them all four for the price of one. You wouldn't, oh, for the price of one. Right. Well, no, but if it does have the times four, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be all four. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like it'll multiply. No, I know. But, but I mean, I'm saying, cause I looked at the offer in the email and it wasn't the total price. So it wasn't like, you know, 20 times four would be 80, yeah. right? Close to this total offer, the, the way it came up notification was 1950 for this item. When I click into it and look into it, it was 1950 for all four. Ah, uh, okay. Well, there's a distinction. Like, so sometimes I, I get other resellers, which I'm okay with. They'll offer me, like, let's say I have 20 of one item. It'll say 10, you know, it'll say like, like, let's say I'm selling it for 30. It'll say $20 times 10. Right. So if I accept that, I know that 
all ten of them are going to sell for twenty a piece, and I'm right. okay with that. What they sometimes what sometimes happens is on the best offer they'll put a little note, and they'll say you know it'll say they offered you nineteen let's say forty nine, and the little note says for all four. But if you hit accept, I think there's a way that you can get out of that with eBay. I'm not saying hit accept, but yeah. there's a way. Well, that'd be good. But yeah, I, I I feel like some people might try and scam you like that. But well, they'll they'll throw the whole like with free shipping. With free shipping, yeah, you gotta you gotta read those offers, man. Sometimes people put crazy stuff in there. But again, like you can't do that. Even the e- eBay policy says if something is charging shipping, you can't ask. Like you, you have to agree to the terms of the shipping on there. So just something to think about. So, but so you could accept that offer, but then you gotta upset customer. Which even if you get the money out of them, I doubt they're leaving you a happy review. Yeah, well, you'll still win. Because then if they say anything bad about the shipping, but they, the thing you already is, agreed to the terms. Well, but if they're smart with their review, they wouldn't mention shipping at all. They would say like, oh, no, this no, item no, was terribly packaged or did not come as described or just something mean like that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm just, I, I'm just a big believer, you know, like for instance, the, the person that bought 15 items from my store at one time, I called PayPal and I said, hey, just let you know this person bought this. I want to make sure their account is good. And they said it's fine. And then what I did is for that special one, I documented every single item. Like I videoed all the items going into a box, sealing it in case they came back and said I didn't get something or they're saying I didn't receive the item. Like I had documentation. Wow, that's intense. But that was 15 items. Like I wouldn't do that if it was was three. I wouldn't do that. You know, I haven't had a multiple item sale in a long time. Those are nice when you get them. Yeah. 